MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All I want for the holidays this year is some NBA action. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting five bucks. That's an instant dub just for you. There's a lot of games that's going to be on for the holidays. Y'all go over there, place your bets, make some money. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOCH, V-O-C-H, VOCH. New customers get 150 instantly in bonus bets for using code VOCH, V-O-C-H, VOCH. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void, and ONT. Bonus best expire 168 hours after assurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, come on inside and get yourself something cool with drinks. You want to know something funny, man? You know, just letting everybody behind the scenes here. It's how we do things here at the volume on Vach Lombardi because we're a well-oiled machine at this point, Scott. Um, you know, Normally, YouTubes do their own thumbnails, their own titles, and things like that. Shouts out to our guy, Christian. Christian, Shouts you know, out to Christian. Up, you know what I'm saying? Sets up all the live streams and all that. Christian is an Eagles fan, right? <laughs> so I kind of wanted to see, you know what I'm saying, what his get down would be. And last week, it was something like, uh, Cowboys did a cool little thing in Dallas beating the Eagles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that was the name of the live stream, right? Day two, uh, Cowboys successfully won a game. Versus the Eagle. Like, he ain't really getting to it for real. Yeah. I look at I look at the title today. <laughs> Bitch ass cowboys got blown out by, <laughs> by another contender. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, Damn, Christian, Christian, you think you slick, Christian. <laughs> Christian been waiting around for this. <laughs> what do you say? Dak Prescott and the Cowboys showed lack of toughness and lost he to hit Josh. You with- Hit you with the bushel of bonus bets and <laughs> the bushel of headlines. <laughs> 
that boy put so many adjectives in this title, boy. I say, damn, Christian don't never talk like this. Chad, go back and look. I ain't tripping. It, this Cowboys beat Eagles. Dumbass, stupid ass, non coaching ass cowboy. Oh, no, Christian. <laughs> but it's all good, man. We've earned it. We deserve this, chat. Yeah. We deserve this flaming that we're getting from the, uh, you know, from other Cowboys fans. You know, it's crazy. It's always worse when I haven't heard from Bills fans all week and they hey. was nervous all week. And then all of a sudden they start showing up a little bit. This is the interesting part, Scott. And it's funny about you, sir. This is where you slick, right? When we start talking crazy about people, you never show your face on camera. It's very smart. Um, but there are some Bills fans. There's a Bills content creator, I'm assuming. He tagged me to a post on uh, Twitter <laughs> where he chopped out a little clip of us talking about Osiris Torrance. This is the bad thing about losing, right? What? Exactly, Scott. This, this is the bad part about losing, Scott. When you lose, you're not right about nothing. Scott, me and you had a conversation. You was like, Vach, I can't wait to talk to you about XYZ. Oh, you mean Osiris Torrance and his very slow feet. If we're going to play find the scrub, he's going to be the one. Scott, any Bills fan going into this game will tell you he was that if, people, you want, okay. if you want to put Parsons on anybody, it's Osiris. But now when you lose versus now when you lose versus the Bills, Scott, because all of a sudden those well, come on <laughs> inside and get yourself uh-uh, something uh-uh, cool. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. How about this scrub now, Vach? How about this scrub? You get to walk around. You know. Scott, type in, type in Osiris Torrance Vach on board. Just type in whatever. You'll find it. Look at my mentions. You'll find it. I, I got uh, you. There you go. You'll find it. And and all of a sudden, Osiris Torrance got fast feet just because the Bills won. No, the Bills <laughs> just won. O- Osiris still got slow feet. He's still the scrub. And I hope it's some Bills in the chat fans in the chat box watching right now. He's still the scrub. Still. Yeah. I'm learning as we, you know, climb this ladder here. This is going to happen. You know, I'm learning hey, that. Scott. I'm learning that. It is. It is what it is. Me and Will Skywalker still said, said backstage, you know, people have been waiting around six weeks to do this. And they've only gotten a chance to do it four times this year. So it is what it is. We have lost to the Buffalo Bills in a spectacular fashion, bonus bucks, spectacular <laughs> fashion. And uh, we will be moved on to the Miami Dolphins after this. All right, I'm your host. Hey, you. V-O-C-H-L-O-N-B-A-R-D on all platforms, man. I'm being point guarded by the best in the business, Master Williams, Scott Walker still. You know, I'll press it. Yeah. Didn't quite, didn't really feel it, though. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wasn't okay. feeling it. It's one and one, Scott. Yeah. So, Chad, I ain't going to lie to y'all, right? There's two people on the phone right now, Big A and Jamal. Lock them. Y'all want to, if y'all want to get in on the phone, y'all got three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> y'all got three minutes to get in right now. Uh, this ain't going to be a long show, man, because really, the analysis ain't that deep. I was about to say, like, all jokes aside, Vach, it was such a thorough ass whooping. Mm-hmm. It's really not much detail to get into. No, nah. no. Nah. I mean, I'm not going to break but down Josh Allen's seven, seven, seven pass completions. completions. No, <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. It got pushed around. Yeah. Um, and they ran the football, Scott. Scott, if you'd have told me Josh Allen completed seven passes and we only had five penalties, I'd be like, damn, five penalties is it's not as bad as we normally do, Scott. Uh, timing, though. Then say the timing time, is everything, Scott. The timing of them penalties, Scott. D-Law, Zach, J.K., Tyler, and I crossed this one out. Who is this? I crossed it out, Scott, but I'm sure it's important. But, Scott, every single last one of them penalties. Sam. And Sam, thank you, Scott. 
every single last one of them penalties. First of all, when you play a game like this, in the conditions like that, we're in Buffalo, crowd is loud, running the, you know what I'm saying? Sky, you need every opportunity that you possibly can get. You don't need to fumble around with your opportunities or your, your positive, because there's plenty negative. Oh. The conference has been locked. It's plenty. Well, <laughs> it's damn, plenty how negative. Many, how many, how many didn't jumped up in there? I stopped them at six. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say six. We'll get six of y'all in here. Don't go nowhere. Um, in a game where there's so many negative, um, where there's so many negative opportunities to go around, Sky, every chance of positivity, you need it. Yes. Right? You need every positive play you can get when you go into a fight like this. If you if you would have played this game again in Dallas, it probably looks different. And let me give Mike McCarthy credit for our shit on him for, for hours, Sky. Not credit for last night, but just credit in general, Sky. <laughs> He didn't do shit last night. <laughs> my car did nothing last night. Should see my but face o- right now. Overall, Scott, listen. If there's a problem, Mike McCarthy typically fi- he typically fixes it. Typically, if there's an issue, Mike has no problem saying, "Hey, we was wrong about this. Let's fix it." We got to be better on the road, Scott, because now I don't think there's a chance that we get home games in the um in the uh, playoffs. So if you're going to win the Super Bowl, you need to win three home games and a, a damn neutral site. Three road games. Pardon me. Three road games and a neutral site. Thank you, sir. You need to learn. And this wouldn't bother me if we played somewhat good on the road. If we played somewhat good on the road, this wouldn't even bother me, Scott. We play like shit versus good, versus good teams on the road. Yeah. That's where this problem comes from. Right? Um, Buffalo... San Francisco, Arizona Cardinals. I don't know what it is about travel that just make us soft. I don't know what it is about travel that just makes us soft. And it's weird, Scott, because that's not really us. Because we could play against a team like Philly. We do have confidence playing Philly. But that's still an O-line and that's still a D-line that you have to show up and beat. And we can play with those type of, you know, dudes or whatever, right? But it's something about when we're not at the house and we're on the road, we get our ass picked on. We get pushed around. We don't tackle good. We don't fill gaps. We be extra. We can't get off coverage. And for some reason, play calling gets a little strange too. But we're gonna talk about it, Scott. Very. Um, we have to marry the here we go offense and the offense somehow, Scott. We just can't win games being stagnant on offense, or rather, stagnant formations. Can't do it. We can't win games giving up 266 rushing yards, Scott. Can't do it. That was was almost a point in this game, Scott, where I was like, man, look, can we just get out of nickel, line up in like something heavier? It ain't got to be like bare, but just heavier. And I'd rather take my chances one-on-one coverage on the outside, doing whatever. I would rather do that. We already small at linebacker. We are itty-bitty at linebacker. And the biggest person on your defense ain't even playing. <laughs> the bitch, Scott, think about what I just said, Scott. Yeah. The biggest, the biggest motherfucker on your defense is not playing. Right? Mozzie's there. Carl Davis ain't really been around. Neville Galmore is not really a, you know what I'm saying? 
So what ends up happening is you got all this adversity on your side. And when you get a little bit of light, a, just a small opportunity to, to just do something positive, Dak overthrows Brandon Cooks. Sam Williams want to show that he can play basketball and jump in the air and dunk on, dunk on punters. Zach Martin, which I don't really blame him, but if he don't do it, we in field goal range. Yeah. Protect, protect your quarterback. And you can protect your quarterback without smacking the shit out of somebody. You know what I'm saying? You can get in somebody's face and say, hey, well, boogity, 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 without getting 15-yard penalties. Yeah, that all that was an offset. You know, if, if he doesn't do that, you're, I think, on their 45, something like that. Brandon Arby kicked him in his sleep, assuming that we don't go and get a touchdown or something like that. Mm. And if all these negative plays don't happen, game flow changes. If you hit Brandon Cooks, now – okay, well, 7-7 seven, seven looks a little different. You know what I'm saying? Then we go up 14, and I was 14-0. We play different. Tony Pollard was your only bright spot, Scott. Honestly. And the Bills wasn't getting away from that damn cover, too. I was watching the film. They 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 probably played uh, cover three one time. They had like a one high guy, like one other time. The sky's right there. But besides that, it was cover two all day, every day. You got you to gotta run the ball to get away from that. And we'll run it. And we'll run it. And Scott, boy, you should have seen me. I'm I'm glad I don't live stream no more, Scott, during the game. But you should have seen me. I was like, Tony back, bitches. <laughs> Tony back. Tyler Smith holding. That's a big one, too. And now we're behind the sticks, Scott. Every single penalty, whether it was justified or not, because this ain't no game where you could just blame it on the refs. We only got five penalties, but this was on us. If you, if you D-Law, look, I know Josh Allen 500 pounds, dog, but just this cowboy football, man, JK. I mean, I get it, but dude wasn't gonna catch the ball no way. J- just don't. I get it. The D Law thing. I-, I think this is one of those situations where you got to know the opponent. And I'm gonna be honest. I was not familiar with Josh Allen's flop game. I wasn't. His flop game is ridiculous. I wasn't until after the game. Somebody posted a, this little like montage of it. I was like, oh, you know. So I think you got to go into that game knowing if I get close like that, I can't even fall into him. Which you know, I don't think it was a rough in the passer, but you can't even give the 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 look of it because mm-hmm. he will flop and he'll get it and he and he got the call so that's one of those things where you got to study the quarterback even his mannerisms yeah and you know plus you know Josh Allen falling down looks a little more violent than Kyler Murray falling down you know what I'm saying no, don't, like, bro he flopped bro no no what I'm saying is guy Kyler Murray falls down he just he he he's small he little he just he just fall but Josh flopping on top of his falling down. Like, it probably looks a lot worse to a referee or whatever, or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, him being tall gives him more opportunity to flail around before he actually hit the ground or whatever. It's going to look worse like, when you do this. Sure. All but the Scott, damn time. This my, Just fall, but man. Scott, but, Scott, this is my thing, though, right? The smallest of things makes you a champion. Hmm? If I'm Dak Prescott and if I'm in the huddle, I say, hey, man, we on the roll. Hey, no holding, okay? 36, ready, break. You know what I'm saying? If I'm if I'm D Law, savvy veteran, by the way. Man, I already know these motherfuckers. Let me not even. You know what but I'm saying? That's that's what I mean by study your opponent. If if you know Josh Allen's a flop master, you can't you can't put yourself in that situation. I hate to say it because you're just playing football, right? But you got to know third down, he rolls out. I cannot put myself in that situation, and he did, and he got the call. That's 
That's on us. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Scott, do you happen to um to have our, you know, motion numbers, how often we motion um versus whatever, whatever? Because the past couple of weeks I, you know, I'd be keeping up with those numbers, how much we've been motioning. Do you happen to have that number for um for uh, Sunday's we motioned, game? Uh, at the lowest rate, I believe, second lowest rate of season, but the lowest rate since the San Fran game. That was the lowest. It was uh I want to say I've been less than twenty percent. Sky. It's pretty low. Sky, we gotta find a way to marry. Here we go on the road games. We we have got to find a way. And and look, I understand this was a game to, you know, to go running and this wasn't the game where you wanted to do a whole bunch of deep shots downfield yeah. and all that cuz it was wet, I guess. Apologies. 44%. It was it was 19% in play action. So the 44% was the lowest since the uh, San Francisco game, which was 38%. Sky. We have got to And look, there's a difference between motion and purposeful motion. Yep. Still like motioning to get someone open, motioning to bump coverage over or motion to find your disguise or whatever, right? Uh, there was a handful of nickel blitzes, right? And I was like, man, they'll never do this shit at Woods at home because we'll dummy, see it, and make a playoff of that, right? But when you're at home, you just can't do that. There has to be a way. There has to be a way. And if you Mike McCarthy, you you ain't got a whole bunch of time because Miami going to be here like tomorrow. But the Cowboys have got to find a way to take the offense that we do at home. It ain't going to be the exact same because of noise or whatever. And, you know, just it just ain't going to work that way. But you have got to find a way 
to work your home offense on the road. Because if you don't, we don't stand a chance in the playoffs, bro. We don't stand a chance. The, the minute we play against a good team at their house, and that's either going to be looking like San Francisco, motherfuckers. It's looking like it's looking like if we the fifth seed, we got the NFC South. Then if we the lowest seed left, then we got the one seed, and that's looking like San Francisco. Sky, don't this guy ain't nobody trying to go to Santa Clara. Um, um, not motioning, stagnant, not being creative, not really involved in Turpin and all your best guys like that. I don't know what it is about Mike yeah, McCarthy. What happened to Turpin? We take steps back, Scott. And I don't know if I don't know if it's just Mike being nervous or he just doesn't like he shells up and just go back to what he know. But Scott, when it when it when it get bad, Scott, like normally I say, hey, y'all can't blame this on Dak. And people just call me Dak fan or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Scott, we could not get open. Those looks was muddy. It was seven DBs in coverage, Scott. Every time they would drop seven guys in coverage and they would give us boxes to run it. Yeah, that that's what we we were texting all night yesterday about it, sure. and a little bit today. That th- that was the perfect game to say, okay, here's the elements. Not only just the elements, but they're playing seven guys deep, and they were doing that boogity boogity rush. They they would mm-hmm. they they had number ninety seven, bro, playing spy sometimes. Um, there was this one play uh where where Dak threw it to you know, whoever it was he was over tiring. He wasn't even rushing tired. No, he was. Spy. He was just he was just here and hands up. Smart. Smart by them. Smart by them. Because they knew that like that like Ferguson was behind him or whatever. However, they knew Ferguson was behind him. He said, Hey, Dak love Ferguson. The boogity 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 boogity. Mm-hmm. And it works, guy. When in real life, what you supposed to do in situations like that, if a D lineman is standing up, you make Tyron hit that dude in his mouth going forward. And the play before that was second and one, second and inches. Would have liked sure. to see them just sneak it, get the first, and let's start it over. Oh man, boy, on the on the damn third and first, we take a shot downfield. Oh, well, that was goofy too. You see, uh, who was that? Bass was in the three. Point, he's in the three point stance, like two seconds after. The, did you see how he got beat? No, I ain't see. Oh, it. I, I ain't bad. even because I wasn't even super focused on the like this. Like when I was watching film and um Patreon, Patreon.com, I wasn't watching the old line just by itself. I wanted to see the whole offense. I wanted to know what the hell happened. I, I watched both. And that play in particular. Oy. As you would say, oh no. Oh no. And you know. Scott, it it was just it 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 just seemed to be they outplayed us. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking about offense right now. They, they outplayed us, but I don't think they outplayed us so bad that we couldn't get shit done. These were, these were like self-inflicted shits, man. Offensively, what, offensively, offensively. I, 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 I just think a lot of this is like, if, if Mike McCarthy calls a more creative game, if we execute up front, I don't even think the offensive line played that bad in the first half. Now towards the end of the game, when it was clear that we was passed, we got an ass whooped in. If we if we if we stick to the run, stick to our creativity, use your fast your your fastest guys, your best guys, I think offensively we could have gotten something going. It just got out of hand quickly, Scott. Seems like you disagree, Quay. I mean, just based off what you said, you said mm-hmm. your initial statement was it was us. I mean, no, they they shut that shit down. But but then you added, well, if we did other things. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know if we did other things. Yeah, but but what we what we did do, they shut that down, except for the run. And and we did not 
run. I don't know why we couldn't keep running. You know what I'm saying? Why why not? It's raining. They're not stopping you. Tony Pollard at one point was averaging like over five yards per carry. Sure. And, and you see what the other team did. Mm-hmm. Said, huh? It's raining. You can't stop the run. My running backs averaging over five yards per carry. I don't run the ball ten times in a row. Just don't understand why we didn't do that. You know. So aside from running, whatever we did, they they shut it down. They played really good defense on the back end. There might have been, I mean, maybe two or three opportunities. And only one of them was a deep shot. The other ones were like maybe a 10-yard out to C.D. Lamb in the third quarter or at the end of the half. But it wasn't a whole lot. We're just like, ah, wide open based off a of scheme. No, 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 no. Nah, that wasn't happening in this game. No, they no. were they was locked down like a vault, baby. Wide open, no. But in my mind, play caller, right, play caller, why is my offense so st- – my offense hadn't been this stagnant since the last team to beat the shit out of us. It's 49ers, yeah. You see what I'm saying? The last time, boy, the last time somebody beat our ass, boy, it looked just like this. That's it what I'm did. saying about this self-inflicted shit, it right? Did, yeah. Um, you know, boy, Tony looking like old Tony looked like his ankle feel fine for the first time all year. Skywalk still. Let's throw the ball around a little bit, or it's third and one. Let's throw deep a little bit, or we at the fifty and it's like third down or something. And I probably could just do something to just dump it down, stay in field goal range, but I get sacked out of field goal range. That's what I'm saying by self-inflicted shit. I'm saying that there was a path to the offense actually being successful. It was going to be tough, Scott. I ain't saying it was going to go out there and score 40 some points. This ain't one of them games. But there was a path for this offense to be successful. That's yeah. at least what I'm saying. Yeah, man, don't do the shit you did against San Fran. Man, defense, I don't know what the fuck the defense could have did, Scott. I just don't even think they was there today. That, that was actually a point, Scott, where I was like, man, like Hankins probably would have helped us a little bit. But we small at linebacker, dog. We small when we in nickel. We got pushed around. Our DB, our DBs, nobody really, nobody really tackled well. No. It was like, man, I was feeling like, man, it, it wasn't nothing we could do on um on um defense. Bro, um, and look, James Cook is a really good player too, but Ty Johnson averaged six yards a carry, Scott. Ty Johnson averaged six yards a carry, bro. It was like the defense thoroughly got their ass whooped. I was talking to Scott backstage, um, chat, and um, I was I was telling him I was watching Jags and Ravens or whatever. And early in that game, for the first three quarters or so, it was a very low-scoring game. But it took the Ravens a couple of quarters to figure out what was going on. And then they exploded and and just and 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 then they turned into the Ravens. The Cowboys offense didn't have that luxury to figure out what the hell was going on. Cause they was getting beat upside the head the whole game. They couldn't, they couldn't stop to go, okay, what do we do here? What adjustments do we make here? You had to you had to be perfect the very next drive. And the and the very next and they score again. You got to be perfect on this drive. And they score again. And all right, so maybe we can double dip. And you don't score coming out of the second, and you don't score coming out of the third. Damn. And next thing you know, you just getting your ass whooped for the rest of the game, dog. It's 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 you. Ravens have a legit elite defense. I agree. Yeah, I mean they they, they are they are afforded to be able to do that. That's fair. I don't. I still would not consider this defense elite. Do you think that we simply just don't have a personnel group outside of nickel sky? Do you, do you do you do like do you think we don't have enough like like we don't have the dudes to line up in something heavier than nickel? They did that to themselves, bro, by by not addressing the linebacker position. You know, I mean, you can move Micah around to to help with that. There, you could 
say Rashawn Evans, but then Rashawn Evans and Micah, I mean, still got Bell and Clark who going to play more because Micah's going to play defense and end. So I don't think you do have the personnel at the second level, at least. Hey, yo, Scott, I'm about to throw you a curveball, but don't say nothing. Scott, do you think like Micah Parsons just don't want to play linebacker or something? Micah wants to be put in playmaking position. Because it seems like that'll help the team, but it just, it don't happen like that, Scott. Yeah. He wants to be, he gets frustrated when, when, if that game is dictated a certain way, like that game, they ran the ball 49 times. Sure. They were not really throwing the ball around. He even said it on his podcast. These fools, I'm not saying these fools, the Dan Quinn, they came in and they said, you know what? We thought they were going to throw the ball over the place. That's why that was the game plan. The game plan wasn't to prepare for the run as much. But guess Made what? Adjustment. Yeah, but I said, guess what? <laughs> After the first drive when they kept handing that motherfucker the football? At some point, you know, once you get to carry, you know, 25 out of 29 plays, well, maybe we should probably think they want to run the ball and make an adjustment, and we never really did. We were tagged to something on um, Twitter, Sky, and it was John Owning talking about Micah's success plays at linebacker, whatever. Yeah, he's not a fan of Micah at linebacker, pretty much. Basically, he was saying Micah's better on the on the D line than that line, and that's cool. All your all your PFF percentage numbers, they're fine. <laughs> But I think context matters, right? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and you know what? This is why coaches and players don't like John Park and his cast of football nerd characters, right? Because, Scott, this math makes sense to me. I play it a coach, so I can say this. This math makes sense to me. James Cook is running all over the place. You need you need better dudes in space. Why don't you put your best dude where they where their best dude at, Scott? That doesn't make sense to me. I think in the... I think in the long game, all the other matchups made made some sort of sense. Gilly was fine over on Diggs. The only best dudes they got left over is Josh Allen, who only completed seven passes. And then it was James Cook. It was James Cook. If you would have found a way to take James Cook away from this game, Scott, you may have been on to something. So why not take your best player who happened to match up with linebacker, who, who, who happened to, to play at a position that matched up with running backs, guy? Why don't you take your best player, who also happens to be the fastest character on the field, and make him run around with James Cook? Because you want to know what ain't stopping James Cook? If he runs outside to the left, Micah with his hand in the dirt and left defensive end, that don't help nothing. <laughs> or Micah and B-gap, that don't help nothing. Scott, don't smile. Micah and B-gap. I mean, he he put he put a move on Osiris Torrance though. He beat the shit out of slow for the ass Osiris. <laughs> Osiris was looking for the flag too. He's like, oh, she didn't call it. Yes, God, they ain't never they ain't, they ain't never gonna call holding on us. I don't I don't want us looking no more. I don't I don't want us taking taking plays off to go like this no yeah. more. It ain't happening. But it seems like that's what everybody else do. If you flail your hands up, they get the car or something. I don't. It know. don't happen to us. Nah, just like yeah, we you're told, right, though, you're right. Just like we told Dan Quinn to adjust after he sees something not working. Hey, we need to adjust, dog. Don't even wave your hand no more. Just d- d- keep just keep running. Just keep running. Sky, I'm not saying I know more than Dan Quinn, but there does seem to be a level of stubbornness. Also, too, Sky, every other defense that's that's worth looking at, you know what I'm saying, that I seem to study, Sky, they do a bunch of, you know, they they give different looks, Sky. The Cowboys don't really give different looks. We just put different people in different places. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, D-Law be standing up at Mike and Mike will be in A-Gap or something. I think that's getting cute, man. I think that's getting cute. Why can't we make adjustments on, 
on defense. We're not good enough to just line up and say that we better than you. The Cowboys defense is not good enough to just line up and be like, all right, where's the, where's the challenge today? Especially when the bigs do it on your team and on the field. Man, Scott, I ain't, I ain't never spoke of Dan Quinn with such, with such vigor before. No, he on the hot seat, man. Scott, I ain't never talked about Dan Quinn like this before. Dan Quinn been a golden child here. Dan Quinn is the only Dallas Cowboy that Richard Sherman got something positive to say about him and Gilmore because they whatever, whatever. But boy, I'm watching Dan Quinn. I'm just like, man, they, they about to fire you, bro. <laughs> Scott, it's the first time I looked at Dan Quinn. Like, hey man, they, <laughs> you must want to be in, you must you must want to be coach, coaching in Chicago or something, big dog. Like, Scott. And this is simply just us not being prepared, though. And it always happens versus these good offensive teams. And we got another one coming in. So all I can do... uh, I would say quality offensive schemes because I think the Eagles are a good offensive team, but their scheme is trash. And I think we can handle that no problem. Well, the Eagles got a a running back playing quarterback, Scott. So that's why we beat them. Well, well, their scheme trash, too. I mean, their scheme is awful. But... If you got like a quality offensive scheme and then the talent does match up, there is no advantage. I don't think DQ goes in that with advantage. And, and we've seen this now three times, three times at least. If you want to say four with the Eagles, they put up 28 at the crib, right? But at least three times where you got bullied by a quality offensive scheme. And in one case, the talent wasn't all that crazy, you know, but, but Josh Dobbs went off on you, right? And we looked at it as a one-off. But then the other two cases, the talent was clearly there. The scheme was clearly there, and you got punched in the mouth. That, that's 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 a pattern happening, man. Scott, they coming, man. It's some offensive schemes and it's some running backs. They on the way, Scott. Yep. They on the way. And the only the only way I can see ourselves working out of that is we got to score every time. We offense got to got to be the Seahawks game every time. And that's unfair, your offense. But if we gonna do anything, that's how it's got to be. Because if you match. Man, Scott, just just think about what we about what's about to happen, right? You got Dolphins, Lions, the enemy coming up, but we typically could beat the shot at them. I don't care about what's going on with the Watch Football Wizards, guy. We're gonna get into the playoffs, and we may beat that team, but there's but right after that, an offensive team, another good team, ready to beat the shot at us on defense, guy. Where are the young Mike McDaniel's defensive dudes? What them, guy? Cause I ain't never spoke. I ain't never spoke this. I ain't, what they <laughs> in Baltimore? Yeah, well, they ain't the They ain't his name angry. is quite literally. I think is 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 something McDonald. So it's wow. close, close to a McDaniel. Yeah, McDonald. Man, Scott, I need to be Mike here. McDonald. Scott, like it took us, it took us weeks to go. Ayo, Ayo, Gilly, why don't you go over there and cover the wide receiver one? <laughs> and that finally worked. But it works fantastically, Scott. Why it takes so long to do that? When when Diggs got hurt, why it took so long for us to go? Hey, yo, Gilly, why don't you go over there cover the wires? And look, I love Bland, man, but why it took so long for us to do that? I don't know, man. I don't know. But every time I see Michael Parsons with his hands in the dirt, I just it was it was it was it was it was, it was cute at first, Scott. But they got film too. They got film too, and Buffalo leaned on us, boy. Buffalo and look, Scott. I hate that it had to be Osiris and goddamn Connor McGovern, whack ass boy. Because you know they, 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 they this the best they look all year. This the best they look all year. But Dak Prescott said it, man. Everybody gonna get up to play the Cowboys. 
everybody's going to get up to play the Cowboys. So if you're a better team and we on the road and you got a, you got a nuanced scheme and we're not getting out of nickel and you up to play the Cowboys, we may not be up. Disastrous. Disastrous guy. On top of these five untimely penalties when exactly when they happen. On top of that. Scott, let me ask you another question. Um, This game versus the Buffalo Bills, it would probably serve us to be a little bigger, be a little more thicker up front. Clark got hurt in the first play uh, um, Evans came in. He got downhill quick and made a play. Got down quick and made it got downhill quick and made a play versus the run. Did Evans come out the game, Scott? Like, 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 like once, like once Clark was good, I saw Clark back in the game, but, but did we take Evans out the game at some point? I, saw, I remember he had a rush, a uh, pass rush, blitz, almost got home, had a hurry on, on uh, Josh Allen, but. Are you talking about did he play a whole bunch of snaps? Just in general, because I feel like if we're against this team that's not throwing the football, all of our passing units, I guess, or whatever, like I'm going to put the bigger dudes out there. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put what's his face out there, Rashawn Evans out there. I'm just gonna leave D Law out there. Like I don't I like like don't don't put your like Marquise Bell. I love him. If he's a little smaller, put a bigger body out there. I just didn't see any adjustments from Dan Quinn. I didn't see nothing from him, but I ain't gonna keep complaining in the circle. I, mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, he played 11 snaps. They 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 went the one time I thought that, you know, all game they didn't go big, but they did. They they had like eight or nine guys in the box, but then you had a shit angle by Donovan Wilson. I don't really know what he was doing. And James Cook got the outside. But I just said, okay, keep doing it. Do it again. Because yep. I'm, I'm just not going to let bro get seven and a half yards per clip on 25K. I mean, that's absurd. He got 25 carries. He didn't have a single carry over 24 yards. All right? Think about that for a second. He didn't mm-hmm. have all these multiple 25-yard type of carries. It was just a lot of carries. It was a, it was 25 carries, and he averaged seven and a half, almost, almost seven and a half yards per carry. That means he was getting chunk runs every single time, just about. That's it's nuts. It's crazy, guy. It's crazy, guy. And the biggest linebacker on your team got a left, got a left place. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Scott Shaq Leonard would have helped a little bit. As long as he ain't got to cover nobody, Shaq Leonard would have helped this week, huh, Scott? Yeah, and, and the crazy thing is, it ain't even about, about height, or I'm sorry, about size. Rashawn mm-hmm. Evans is just your thumper because Clark is technically sure. 6'3", 230, or 230 plus. So he got the size. That's just not his game. You know, he don't play like that. He's, he's not that dude. And we, and we know Marquise Bell. He's a safety playing linebacker trying to, you know, trying to figure things out. But this is this is the bid they made when they decided to come into the season with LVE as your only true linebacker. And then when he got, or not when he got, when uh, Overshone got hurt, you moved the safety down there. Uh, that, that That's what you, that's the bid you made, man. I just want to ask all my Dallas Cowboy content creator friends, how we, you know, like what's our temperature on Dan right now, man? I just, I just want to know everybody's temperature, Scott. And also, too, Scott, I want to know what the players are thinking right now about Dan Quinn. Because, you know, it's all good till it ain't. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we oh, may yeah. get some off-season interviews or whatever. But like, hey, man, uh, you know, th- they was basically uh, talking to um, talking to Lamb or whatever. They was talking to Lamb. Yo, Lamb, why, why didn't we get uh, Turpin and all these other things? Well, like, what happened on the offense? And Lamb would, would make these Kellen trash faces. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody gonna say it publicly, but I really want to know what these cats really think of Dan Quinn and his scheme and his inability to 
you know, adapt. I, I know there's certain players there's frustration, but that, a lot of that's playing time, and then certain players there's frustration because there's not a lot of diversity. I know it sounds crazy because it's a diverse. You have to have diversity as a player, but there's not a lot of diversity within the scheme. There isn't. Sky, I was watching the game and um, JK was at the was at the high safety, right? And I was just like, boy, man, if they just <laughs> if 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 they wouldn't run the ball so good, Sky, if they wouldn't run the ball so good, JK at deep safety would be a horrific proposition <laughs> for us. Oh, Sky. They would have done some dirty shit to us if they was throwing the Josh Allen, like, you know, kind of dry outside, airing the ball out with JK at free. Oh, Scott, if they wouldn't run the goddamn ball so good. I mean, I might be a little nitpicky here, but there, there, there was this particular play, him back there, and he just kind of just back there. And I feel like if he had some free safety instincts, maybe he could have you know, made a play. He don't. Uh, but, but he don't, Scott. But he don't. There was even times where he was in the alley with um, – Cook, uh, James Cook or whatever. Like he was in the alley, he was lined up with him, and Cook just hit a slight angle, and he just runs right past. Cook was he just run right. Past. Cook was cutting up, bro. Cook a bad boy, he man. Was cutting. Uh, I mean, we got, we got dudes too, though. Sky, like where they where they go? He, bro, he was cutting up. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like if if I remove remove the fact that I'm a Cowboy fan, he was fun to watch. He you know what, Sky? Fun to watch. Something else is just upset the piss out of me just as we talking about it, right? We don't have a like a like downhill linebackers in there. Well, just whatever, whatever, right? No, it's not like they was running the ball with like Mike Allstadt or something. You know what I'm nah, saying? He wasn't running dudes over. He he was literally when I say cutting up. Yes, I'm joking, like tongue in cheek. But he was quite literally getting to the second level <laughs> and just making dudes miss. Scott, if we're gonna be a small second level, third level team, shouldn't we be faster? Like should like aren't we sacrificing size to be faster? We look slow, Scott. In that in that particular game, uh, in other games, we our speed is 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 there for sure. But I don't even think it's it's the speed. It's it's the power. When teams decide to do a whole bunch of pin pull or just straight up pulling, traps, getting downhill, bro, I don't care how fast you are. You know what I'm saying? You you have you have to want to get downhill. You got to have that kind of Sean Lee in a sense, right? Where Sean Lee not a big dude, but I know what's coming. So I'm. It looked like I'm fast, but it ain't that I'm fast. I just I just know what's coming and I beat you to the spot. We don't have that because one. You have a linebacker, and Marquise Bell is not a linebacker. He's still learning run fits. Two, you got uh, Clark, who is still he's still a young player. And we look, he, he's let's be honest, he's a mid player at this point. I'm just keeping it being. He's and a what? Who? He's who? mid. He's a Clark. 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 Yes, sir. Oh yeah. yeah and then you got Clark. Evans, who they they don't really play like that. And and in my opinion, and this is, goes back to even with Micah. If I feel like with a guy like Evans or Micah, they have to play the position right sure. consistently. Get some reps, kind of like running back, right? You can hand the ball off to certain guys three yeah, times and really. be fine, but certain guys you got to get the ball to at least ten times so they can figure out how the line's blocking, how to, how this linebacker's moving. I think the same things with linebacker. Like you got to play some of these dudes consistently so they can get a feel of the game. And maybe that's why they refuse to put Micah back there because you no, know, if they just gonna throw Micah back there for a couple plays, one of those plays he probably going it's not gonna feel right to him because he ain't he's not been doing it consistently enough. But when you go back and watch him in year one where he was playing both off ball and on the line. Oh, there wasn't no second guessing. He looked like a linebacker. But that's either here. I digress. Well, Dan doesn't know how to use Mike at linebacker, Scott. So no. if it was mad not to put I'd have put Turbin at free safety. Or something. <laughs> a corner. <laughs> I'd have, slot corner. I'd have, I'd have took Tony and put him and put him at strong. 
Who's gonna who's gonna catch James Cook at boy? You hear me? Who's gonna catch his mother there? I'd have did something. <laughs> Shit. Let me let me damn call the plays on defense. We'd have did something, Scott. You hear me? Uh man, Malik Hook out, no problem. They miss no a lot problem. of tackles. They miss a lot of tackles, bro. Yeah. Yeah. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.